happening? This is this is <laughs> oh, I'm paddling my douche canoe. Okay, <laughs> you guys really want to start the episode by talking about douche canoes? Yeah. I think you do. Maybe not. It's not Disney friendly. Do you remember, do you know how my theme song goes? Uh. We can start off by singing our own. How does it go? It goes. It's Disney's time. Disney's time in the city. Daphne. Daphne. Disney. Hi everyone. This is Steph, and you're listening to It's Disney's Time. And today I've got some very special ed guests (laughs) (laughs) the first one is sebastian you might have heard me talk about him before because we live together and i also have my dear friend derek hi that's me that's derek yeah Uh, derek's my friend from home (laughs) thunder bay from another thunder bay person on this podcast but me and derek we go back to our high school days because our parents were friends therefore forcing us to be friends that's true second generation friends yeah, and then and then we traveled to China together. We lived in Toronto together, so we spent a lot of formative years together, and uh, and um, yeah, we learned a lot about each other. <laughs> we sure do. Uh, neither of these two, I would say, know a lot about Disney. <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah, but I think uh, Derek has a background in radio, and Sebastian has. Uh, <laughs> I have a girlfriend that listens to Disney and has a podcast on Disney. I keep wanting to eat nachos, but I don't want to. Oh, yeah. So so we got a lot of nachos here. Uh, I told them they can't eat it while we're recording because it's really annoying to cut out crunching during the editing process. So, boys, please resist unless you can eat it quietly. I'll do my best. So what this episode is today, I think we're going to – we're calling it a grab bag episode. Each of us has come up with random questions – there is no theme. We're just going to throw them out there and see how the conversation goes. I think things are going to get a little bit crazy. I think we're I think we're all going to feel a little crazy doing this. As a self-proclaimed Disney master. You? <laughs> self-proclaimed. Yeah. This will be fun. Okay. I'm a Disney doctor. Who are you? Self-proclaimed. You're a D doctor? <laughs> <laughs> doctor of the D. <laughs> Walt D. I have a, D. I have a theoretical degree in Disney's. <laughs> you well, have an it's, MBA? It's theoretically I do. <laughs> so I think when we each ask each other the questions, then later I think we're gonna do a little quizzical. We're gonna we're gonna do some quiz me ups. <laughs> Quizness time. Quizness time. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Alright, who wants to go first? Um Okay, I have a question. Okay. Uh, let's sure. just start it with a simple one, and uh, it's just uh, your opinion. Yeah. Um, do you prefer uh, the classic two-dimensional Disney animation, or are you liking how it's going in the 3D direction? Interesting. Three Ds or two Ds? What do you prefer? Very good question. You're all about the Ds, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I, I am classic, and I like the old ones. I really liked that they brought back in Princess and the Frog. Uh, They brought it back to that 2D cartoon version. I appreciated it. And I think that animation is only going to get better because obviously as time goes on, technology gets better. So why not keep it classic, but see what else can be done with it? Yeah. I I myself thought I would not like the 3D versions, but uh, the more I see, I'm not really turned off by them. I don't really associate them with the classic 2D ones, but... Like what specifically? Um... Like Moana, I guess, like we were just watching. Going into it, I didn't think it would have that Disney style. 
that 2D Disney style, but it, I think it holds true to it. Like, the eyes kind of look the same as the two-dimensional animation and all that. Uh-huh. So I think they still stay true to the original 2D style, but they make it pop out at your face. Okay. And I like that. Yeah. I like the uh, the 2Ds, just because it's a nostalgic thing that I grew up with, but this is the future of animation. Uh, it's now moving towards 3D, because that's been the trend for at least the past 10 years. Going back to WALL-E, and now you're seeing... Moana and The Incredibles just came out and uh, that's just the future of animation now like you know the technology exists that they can sort of develop that format and be more creative but I still appreciate 2D more just because I grew up with that yeah the nostalgia. it's like nostalgia yeah. uh, I personally don't like 3D I don't like 3D in any movies I don't like going to the movie and like paying more for it true um, and it's also because I don't know maybe it's my eyes like I do not see it <laughs> like yeah. Is that just me? If I put on 3D glasses and I'm watching, I don't know, um, like, for example, Moana, where all those little coconuts are, like, throwing their arrows and stuff. Like, I don't know. Would would those have come at my face? If they... (laughs) (laughs) Um, If they did, I wouldn't have noticed because I just don't pick it up. Yeah. I find you get desensitized to it after, like, the first 10 minutes. Like, if they don't throw a bunch of stuff into your face right away, then, like, towards the end of the movie, you don't really notice it. So uh, get, I just get, don't like things coming out my face. Yeah. Get those. I can. Get those I, can in I can confirm her her feelings towards that. Oh my god! <laughs> this is getting. I'm gonna cut that out. This is why I've never invited him on because he does. I like how it turned that down that route, and mm. uh, yeah, that's what I wanted. Let's keep it up. All right, um, Seb, your question. This is an adult podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, but... But I mean, no. My family listens to the podcast. Yeah, and I was referring to 3D movies. You don't like things coming at your face. <laughs> and I watch movies with you, so you always bitch to me when you're like, things are not coming at my face. Yeah. Or sure. things are coming at my face, I don't like it. <laughs> Ask your question. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with a nice and easy uh, one. Okay. Um... <laughs> That was my strategy. Who has the best hair of all Disney characters? Because you have like the nice curly locks of Maui. You have the long, luscious, straight hair of Pocahontas. Ooh. You have the golden locks of Goldilocks. Nope, that's not a Disney Cinderella. Princess. It's so interesting that you're only mentioning <laughs> women's hair. <laughs> I just said Maui. That's oh, a man. I, oh, okay, okay. I thought you said Moana. No, I said Maui. But Moana has beautiful hair, too. Yeah. As okay. she should, as a this young, is strong, independent this woman. This is like lightning round, because usually before I come onto the podcast, I do a shit ton of research. Yeah. So now, like, just off the top of my head, like, if I had to pick somebody whose hair I like, I'm going to pick Simba's. You got a beautiful mm. red mane. Nice mane. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen it wet. You've seen it puffed up. Yeah. You see it in action. Does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> yeah, because his tail has that little puff of hair. So as well. it does. So, so the rumors are true. So fiery crotch rocket. It's <laughs> a good answer. Uh, not, this is I'm not going to regret this episode. I think so. <laughs> I like uh, Tangled as a Disney movie, right? Of course. I don't know the ni- Rapun- is Rapunzel. It Rapunzel. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say her I mean, because her hair is like so integral to the whole movie so I'm gonna go with her because that's the best answer I like that yeah, answer it's the best answer and it's honestly it's um I mean the movie's about her hair yeah so that makes sense boom so what do you want with my hair to cut it what sell it no listen the only thing I want to do with your hair is to get out of it literally wait you 
don't want my hair? Why on earth would I want your hair? Look, I was being chased, I found a tower, I climbed it. End of story. You're telling the truth? Yes. Good job, Derek. That's a great answer. I haven't yeah. even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong. And does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> God, I hope not. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't, because you never saw the movie, so you wouldn't know this. Her hair is actually brown, and her, her magic hair on her head is... is <laughs> I just remember her, her pubic hair is brown. Her, tank, her, her, her magic tank. hair okay. is blonde. Right. And then when it gets cut off, it turns back to brown. Hmm. So, that your question. <laughs> that what happens? Yeah. Oh, okay. Spoiler. I'll have to watch it. Uh, that's such a good answer. Seb, I hate to follow that, but what is your answer? <laughs> yeah. um, I like... Um, uh, you know who I like? I'm going to go with Maui. Yeah. I like Maui. Long, curly hair. Almost, not quite fro-like, but still has that nice bounciness. And, mm. you know, he puts into a little man bun and uh, yeah, it was a beautiful thing. I'd okay. like to know what type of shampoo he uses and conditioner. It's yeah, well, he was just on that little island for a really long time, so yeah, just natural coconut oil. It's just natural. Yeah, just let the grease go. Yeah, I want to do a shout out to Elsa though from Frozen because she takes out her hair and it's in a tight bun because she's really controlled at that point. And when she lets loose, she takes it down. It turns into a beautiful loose braid. Yeah, who was that? Elsa, oh, the I queen. Never, I never saw from that. Frozen. Yeah. Okay, my question, my first question. Is you both watched Wally today together? It's very cute. <laughs> no. uh, what did you think, Derek? You've never seen it. Uh, yeah, first time seeing it, and I gotta say, the first time I tried to watch it, I remember I turned it off after two minutes because it starts out really sad, and I just wasn't in the mood for that kind of sadness. But when you push through that, uh, it turns into like, yeah, one of the more one of the better love stories in Disney, I would say. And it's between two robots, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then I think the other part of that movie that was really cool was just the how the whole story is told with just images, pretty much. Very little dialogue. There is some dialogue, I guess, with the people. But uh, for the most part, I thought it was cool the way they told the story with just... Uh, just some, some non some thoughts. Just some bots. Just some <laughs> couple of bots moving around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the digital like noises that sound like words. Yeah. 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 I love that like I agree. I think Wally is one of the better love stories in Disney. Yeah. Uh, I know that eventually me and Marina are gonna do a love story episode. And mm. uh, I'd probably talk about them because uh, if you like at the very beginning with the song like out there, um, and the fact that Wally watches Hello Dolly, which is the musical VHS that he, he that he loves, and he watches over and over again, that's a love story. Um, so I think Wally as a character, he's looking for love. He's a, he's alone on the planet, so you know right off the bat, just based on how he is, that that's what he's searching for. So when Eve comes and is searching for greenery on the on Earth, it's so beautiful that like as soon as he sees her, and she's so like high tech and so like beautiful robot style, yeah. uh, that he would obviously fall in love with her right away. Yeah. So that's what I love about Wally. I love the heart yeah. that comes with just two garbage robots. <laughs> yeah, so much heart and just some machines. Yeah, and it's funny because like you said that they don't speak yet. You know exactly what's happening with them, and like even like just the, just the action of them touching hands and holding hands that shows that they love each other. Yeah, and their eyes are just so expressive in that movie. Like everything is just through like their eyes moving around and everything. It's it's mm-hmm. really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Um, it's You're a be- robot. Let's hear about it. No comment. You've got no heart. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Goes against my programming. <laughs> that is not my directive. 
Um, no, I think it's a beautiful movie. I loved it. First time I watched it, I watched it multiple times. And it was a great time watching it with uh, Derek here. Yeah, because um, yeah, when you watch it with me in the first year of our dating, you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, no, but it's just a it's just a really nice movie that just sort of shows that love transcends, you know, life. <laughs> yeah, no, life. Because um, you're dealing with robots. You're not dealing with um, animals or humans or... You know, living beings. It's just it's it's artificial intelligence. That's and even at that point, like robots can develop emotions and and feelings, and they can connect and and go above and beyond for for love. Yeah, true love. Yeah, I would, and I love how they've depicted the humans. Like seven hundred years from now, they're all just like big blobby babies. Like I think that's really yeah. funny. A uh, sign of things to come for us, perhaps. Yeah, it feels like we're going so. down that route. <laughs> Even the, the spaceship that they're on, the Axiom. Uh, axiom, I think, yeah. means um, taking for granted or something. I think that's what that term means. Oh. Um, which makes sense because obviously they're all gluttonous and yeah. and um, they definitely take for granted the Earth. Yeah. And what I love about Wally ultimately is that the fact that you don't hear any speaking till like half an hour into the movie because I think it's just so important to just look. Like look at what we're doing with the earth, look at what could happen yeah. and is happening now. Um, like for a kids movie that's pretty deep. Yeah, it is quite thought provoking. It does yeah. just make you think, which is great. Yeah. But then again, like all Disney movies, like um, they're just as much a kids movie if not more so, meant for adults because there's all these um, metaphors and double entendres and all these things that just sort of, you know, only an adult can really understand and comprehend and uh, fully appreciate more than a child. On that topic, my next question kind of folds into that pretty good, actually. So when you were a kid Hmm. and you are watching Disney movies, did you ever imagine yourself, like, enjoying them as much as you are now as an adult? Like if I was a kid watching, like like when you were when you were a kid watching these movies, you're like, yeah. I'm gonna love these when I'm an adult too. Yeah. Like, did you ever think that? Definitely. Yeah. 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 I think there's some movies like I know like if I had top three movies, like I'm also someone like I said, I love the classics, and I'm someone who like literally holds on to feelings forever. So if I love something when I'm a kid, I would never doubt that I would love that later. The thing that this doesn't hold true with music for me because I change my favorite song like on a daily basis. But movies have definitely stuck with me. And like The Lion King, for example, I watched that first time when I was six years old. Uh, six, yeah, about six or seven. Um, and I mean, I still love it to this day. Yeah. So that's nostalgia for me, though. Right. Uh, yeah, I never had that mindset of. I can see where you're coming from because if you're, when you're a child, you're watching Disney movies, you're watching cartoons, yeah. and you think at a certain age, you're like, well, I want to watch PG 18. Yeah. Uh, I want to watch rated R movies. I want to be a grown-up adult, and I want to distance myself from this all things that make me young and innocent, and uh, uh, maybe not as respected as adults are. Yeah. But I never had that mentality or came across it. It was just sort of, I enjoy this right now. I enjoy it tomorrow, and I'm, I'll I'll enjoy it for as long as I uh, as long as I'm alive. Yeah. And because uh, these. Each of these movies, like they, they, they hold a story and a, a meaning that is timeless. Yeah. So, also, like simpler times, right? When yeah. I think about like the, the big, my biggest problem in the world was having to rewind the movie and like watch it again. Whereas like now it's like oh, I gotta go to work. <laughs> <laughs> True. Kind of buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> I only, I only watched it three times last night on a, <laughs> on a Tuesday night. 
But I mean, that's a whole reason why I started this podcast. One of the things is just nostalgia and the fact that I love these movies. Yeah. Twenty, you know, hope twenty years later, but hopefully, yeah. I'll love it forty years after I first watched them. Yeah, I'm glad that's the case because when I was a kid, I was definitely thinking like, oh, cartoons are for kids. When I'm older, I'm not going to enjoy these. But I never really thought that like, oh, my parents taking me to these movies, they're probably enjoying these movies as well. And oh, definitely. They were, and I never thought they would. I thought they were just doing it as a favor for me. But <laughs> parents are getting some out of it too, and that's great. But isn't it great too when you grow up a bit and then you kind of get jokes that you would never have gotten when you were a kid? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example right now, but like I can't. <laughs> but there are some there's like tons. oh, those tons, and like you, you almost enjoy it on a different level. Yeah. Also, I just want to say, Derek, you have an amazing podcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a nice. Uh... Nope. <laughs> nope. You lost it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sad. What's your next question? I have a nice voice as well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think your voice is gorgeous. Thank you have a sexy Thank voice, Sab. It's like smooth like butter. Um, which world would be better if the villain had won? Wow, that's, a, that's a, like a question I really, would really want to take with me and think for a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. But no, no, it's fine. For some it's reason, fine. Jafar jumped into my head right away. Oh, cool. But that can't be right. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe it is. Who knows? We don't know what he was going to do. Well, what would happen if Jafar won? I'm trying to remember Aladdin all of a sudden. Well, he okay. would have raped Jasmine. <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> that's that's let's, terrible. Let's, <laughs> Derek, you're sick. <laughs> I, I take it back. <laughs> let's, let's work this out. Like, if had Jafar done this, like, okay, let's say he, he gets rid of Pop you know he creates a, a just system he wasn't so, going to he was too full of himself to do anything like you see what he was doing in the first like three hours he just like completely uh put the palace up higher so that he was like he's got too much ego to do anything good for anybody yeah okay but like he just wanted power he but just wanted the genes maybe it's kind of bored maybe he, he's not gonna fix agrabah because he's bored he could turn the agrabah agrabah yeah Maybe he could bring wealth to the city and then, I don't know. No, I think that's a really, I mean, it's funny that that jumped into your head first, but yeah. I don't think it's his the best his, choice. His face just jumped into my mind when he said that. I don't know why. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, so a villain. I think if Yzma had taken over for Emperor's New Groove, I think it would have been fine. Like, she was a harsh ruler, but those people were already used to a harsh ruler. So her and she was basically using Cusco as her puppet because she more or less raised him. Yeah. So I think if she took over, uh, whatever that was, like Aztec Peru, <laughs> I think yeah. I think it wouldn't have changed much at all, and she would have died soon anyway because she's old. That's true. Yeah, that would be that. That's my choice. That's it. That's it. I'll get rid of Cusco. The real Cusco? <laughs> of course, the real Cusco. Don't you see? It's perfect. With him out of the way and no heir to the throne, I'll take over and rule the empire. Brilliant. So how does that work with you being fired and all? The only ones who know about that are the three of us, soon to be the two of us. And I'm one of those two, right? To the secret lab. And she was, she wasn't that bad. She was kind of a zany. She's funny. She's yeah. a funny old woman. Pretty harmless. Yeah. yeah. She only had like a minute, like another five years of living. She so. was insane. Dabbled so. in some witchcraft. I think here, that would have right? been okay. Yeah. What about you, Seb? Uh, I didn't think this one out. <laughs> I, was busy. I don't know. <laughs> I was busy thinking of the question. Mm. Okay, my question. Yeah. Mine is um, kind of a thought-provoking one. I thought, you know, like in Snow White, the dwarves every day go to the mine to mine diamonds. Mm. What are they doing with those diamonds? Selling them? 
Are they? Yeah, they sell them so they can buy all their little mini clothes because those mini clothes are hard to find. <laughs> Especially in a forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would assume they're making their own clothes. Well, you've assumed wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were wrong, Steph. <laughs> they're miners. Yeah. They're not... Uh... They're not going to mine in a mine all day and then go home and make their clothes. They, dig, they have dig, to dig, eat, dig, too. Dig, 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 yeah. They gotta, they gotta put food on the table. Okay, so you think they I sell them? I think they them. just use them for their own wealth. You think yeah. they sell them? Okay. Yeah. Sam, what do you think they do? They have a shit ton of gems and diamonds in there. Is that what, it is, appears is that what they, that they show? Put them, yeah, it appears that they put them in bags and throw them into some like cabin and then like peace out. But they're there all day. They're there from like sunrise to sunset. If you dig, dig, dig with a shovel or a pick. In a mine, in a mine, in a mine, in a mine, where a million diamonds shine. Okay, but this is also older times where maybe gems aren't valued as highly as they are today. So maybe they, maybe they're like a special mineral that they grind down and then snort. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, how are, they, that, how are they gonna have that much energy to sing and dig? Eight yeah. hours a day, That's every day. True. They had a lot of energy. <laughs> so they need those like, diamonds to give themselves the energy to dig out those diamonds. <laughs> like each dwarf is it's just... a vicious cycle. Each dwarf is just <laughs> a different stage of addiction. Like dopey and sleepy, they're at the tail end. They're oh my like, god, Seb, you're so right. They're drunk up as shit. That's yeah, true. Dope, and also, right? well, what about bashful? Which is, <laughs> besides being super gay. <laughs> oh, it's just that's just uh, that's just him being him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but they I all sh- suffer from some sort of uh, hangover when they get home. <laughs> yeah, and it must be Doc. Doc must be the one that either grinds it up for them or ejects them with. Yeah, these minerals. What interesting, cho- interesting oh, choice. Doc. I would never have thought that. Yeah, the quote-unquote doctor. was <laughs> like, let me, grind, let me make up this yeah, concoction. Yeah, and a man with a seven-year medical degree? <laughs> what is he doing living in this little house? Yeah, he's a doctor. Why is he a mine? Why is he working in a mine? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because... In a mine. It's just like Breaking Bad. It's like, you know, fun things come up. You gotta pay some bills and you gotta... That's right. Yeah. You gotta make some crack. Well, I mean, I think we all are on different wavelengths because, like, Derek thinks that they sell them. Yeah. Zeb thinks they store them. I think that they just hoard them. Because they don't really see anybody else in the forest. They have a very strict routine. They're just waiting for when they need them someday. I guess so, yeah. They're just like stocking it up in case somebody gets sick and they have to sell something. Well, that was my other question. I wonder if we should get to the quizzicals time now. Or do you have? Do you guys have any other questions you really want to ask? I've got one more. Let's, go, let's that's do one burning. more round, guys. Let's do one more round. I got one burning question okay, I got Okay, let's do ask. it, Derek. Who has the best Disney nipples? Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> The best what are your nipples? favorites? There's a lot of different uh, animation okay. styles for nipples. Good Lots question. of them have no nipples. Sometimes they have no nipples. Sometimes they have kind of realistic nipples. Sometimes they're swirly. So swirly twirly. Swirly twirly. Yeah, like Zeus. Like Zeus has those little squirts. All right. Uh, what kind of nips do you like? Nips. I like <laughs> Tarzan's nips. Yeah. Solid nips. Good. Because Tarzan is, let's face it, cut <laughs> he, he looks hot he's yeah. got a great bod it's well defined uh abs for days and yeah he's got nice pecs and with those pecs come some nice nipples nice drawn sharp nipples yeah those yeah. are some solid areas yeah. and jane looked at them once or twice at least some of those other female gorillas probably did too 
Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I pick Tarzan. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I think he's got the best nips in the jungle and oh. the Disney jungle that is. <laughs> Disney's rainforest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Tarzan. Uh, he's a hot one. He's he's awfully hairless. Yeah. But he's got amazing dreadlocks. He for does. a white guy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. ever seen white people dreads on the subway? <laughs> yeah. That shit don't look good, and that shit don't smell good. Tarzan pulls it off. He pulls it off. I bet his dreads smell like coconut. Why are you getting yeah. so close to white men on the subway to smell their dreads? I don't go near them. They go near me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you have an answer for nips? Uh, let's see. Who's got some good nippies? Shit, I don't Nip-tack. know. Zeus? Do you like Zeus's? You know what? I'm going to go with uh, Rorjak. Who? Rorjak? Who's that? Tarzan? Kerchak? Kerchak! <laughs> the, the male gorilla? Can you see his nipples? I don't know. I can see it in my head. <laughs> I have no Stronger, problem. bigger chest, <clears throat> nice forearm, better forearms than Tarzan. They're big, strong pecs. Some little Hershey, Hershey kisses right there. <laughs> One, two. You cannot see his nipples. No? No. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> He's got like... <laughs> He's got like boobs, but you don't see his, his nipples. Uh, fine. But I guess you don't have an answer. What about John Smith? No, you don't see his nipples either. So, what's up? Do you have any other questions, guys? Uh, is there any scenes from a Disney movie that have like really impacted you and haunted your dreams? Um, yes. Uh, this is actually because I want to do a what the fuck episode eventually. Like, uh, like, um,. I can tell you a little bit about it now. One of them has been 100% the whale from Pinocchio. Yes. That whale, uh, Monstro, fucking terrified me when I was a kid. I think it's the reason I'm afraid of the ocean. Like, I, th- I think it's the reason I'm afraid of anything coming up under me. Because um, not only does, like, he swallow the boat and everything whole, but later when they're on the surface and, like, he's, like, chasing them in the water and he's making those noises, like, oh, oh, like it's really scary. And he comes up underneath them at one point and, like, knocks them over. I'm like, ugh. Like, the idea of the ocean and things underneath me is so scary. And I think Monstro is the reason. I think that movie in general is kind of pretty pretty dark in a lot of ways. Like, when he turns a, into a donkey, is that mm-hmm. a scene, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that one. I'd... And that's what I'm going to talk about when I'm in the what the fuck Yeah, that one scared the crap sure. out of me. Yeah. What about you? Um, I didn't really have an answer, but since you brought up the... Pinocchio, yeah, I'd go with the the Pinocchio, don- the, <laughs> the donkey scene for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you said? Uh, not from a Disney movie, but uh, <laughs> something that was based on a Disney movie. Okay. Yeah. It was the Pinocchio horror movie. Oh. Was there a horror movie called Pinocchio? Yeah, the boy like uh, or the thing came alive and it started killing or something like that. What? Pretty like sure. A yeah. puppet? Yeah. Alright, it wasn't not Pocanocchio. That was probably just a puppet. Pocanocchio. Pocanocchio. <laughs> My favorite puppet story. <laughs> uh, I don't know what one that is. I know there was a, a horror movie about puppets called Dead Silence or something like that. Oh, yeah. And it was about... Where you can't talk. Yeah. Where the puppets will kill you. Uh, what are they called when you're behind the puppet and you pretend that you're... Ventriloquist. Ventriloquist, yeah. Yeah, no, it was called Pinocchio's Revenge. Holy shit. Oh my god, that looks terrifying. Yeah, that's what I didn't like. I didn't like puppets as a kid. Yeah. So when you have those puppets, like... I don't have puppets, I have dolls. Same shit. Yeah, dolls and puppets and all that shit coming to life is is no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. Me no like. <laughs> Me no like. <laughs> um, so, Pinocchio's Revenge. 
Lawyer and single mother Jennifer Garrick has been exhaustively defending an alleged child killer who is slated for execution when she unwittingly carries home a Pinocchio puppet that had been buried with her client's dead son. Her daughter, Zoe, takes it as a gift. Soon the young girl begins talking to her new wooden friend and strange violent events follow, with Zoe blaming Pinocchio for the unfortunate incidents. Okay. Oh, Vern Troyer was Pinocchio. Who? Vern Troyer. Rest in peace. Mini-Me. Awesome um, powers. Typecasting. <laughs> <laughs> He's never played a psycho murdering doll. But he always like, plays... I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter Dinklage played a uh, giant recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was sarcastic casting. <laughs> True. Vern Troyer's like, I can play, I can play a yeah. puppet. Is he still alive? No. Vern Troyer? No, he died like a couple months ago. That's sad. That's why Derek said, Only a couple Rest months ago. Wow. Let's take a couple moments of silence for Vern Troyer. And that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get quizzical, you guys. Let's get I'm going to ask you guys a question. Quizical. And the first person to answer wins, and then we'll turn mm. around and the, may the winner win. <laughs> may the best winner win. All right. In the Jungle Book, who teaches Mowgli about the bear necessities? The bear. Uh, Baloo. 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 Derek yes. wins. Yes. Was Baloo not a bear? You have to get the name. Okay, now it's your turn to ask a question. Oh. Any question. To me and Derek. You ready? <sighs> no. I'm on a hot streak, though. <laughs> so, You're yes. really good so far. <laughs> it's been going great for you. Who is the villain in the famous Disney movie? It said pauses don't work on podcasts. <laughs> I feel a suspense. Never mind. What's the name of the boy who owns Buzz Lightyear in the movie Toy Story? Andy. Damn it. Okay. I the bully's name is Sid. <laughs> yeah. I just have to demonstrate that I, I know, know something. I know things. I just didn't know that. I watch Disney, I swear. <laughs> okay, ready? What does the crocodile swallow in Peter Pan? The clock. Man, it's so good. No, it's sense turn because I won. Oh, yeah. Okay. Winner goes on. Yeah. Gotcha. What is the name of Bambi's rabbit thumper friend? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Way for that one, aren't you? Yeah. Um, which movie features the song Two Worlds? Tarzan. Pocahontas. True, Derek, you're killing it. Tarzan soundtrack is my favorite. It's <laughs> <laughs> another Derek fact. Phil Collins is a genius. That's all. <clears throat> what? <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what does Cinderella's fairy godmother turn into a carriage? A cup. A pump. Fuck. Were you gonna say a cup holder? No, I was gonna say pumpkin, but I said cup. I was like cumpkin. A cumpkin? Yeah, that's not. Pumpkins it. don't exist, Derek. <laughs> well, di- and then Disney makes anything possible. <laughs> a cumpkin. <laughs> that is my favorite pie. Cumpkin pie. <laughs> I love pumpkin pie. <laughs> I love pumpkin pie. Nice warm pumpkin pie yeah. with some ice cream. Yeah, with some ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> cumpkin pie some and ice cream. Some chocolate ice cream on that, on that pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys ready? Yes. In which Disney movie is Hooper a villain? Hopper? Hooper. Hooper. Unless that's a typo. <laughs> then I would say a bug's life. That's correct. Is it's it Hopper. Ho- it, that's a typo then. <laughs> but you still got it. You still nailed it. <laughs> all right, we're all neck and neck here. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> It's a tight race. That wasn't a question. You're not supposed to speak. <laughs> it's a nail biter. I got this. 
I got this one. What type of animal does Jasmine have for a pet in Aladdin? Tiger. Damn it. Or a boo, a monkey. No, no. no that's Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> nice recovery. Uh, or try. a boo, a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey thing. The song You Can Fly is from which Disney Peter movie? Pan. Correct. We should get a harder quiz. This is yeah, these easy are, Some of these are easy. Um, <clears throat> you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. I can fly. <laughs> is that part of it? I don't know. <laughs> what color are Mickey Mouse's shorts? Red. Correct. Boom. Poopy. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> face. Uh, in what city is the Disney movie Ratatouille based? Paris. France. France is in a city, so that goes to Derek. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna follow that up. It was that was uh, we we tag teamed that one. Yeah, yeah, we both <laughs> answered it. All right, I think we should. I'm gonna find one hard question, and then we'll just all have to. We all have to answer it. Yep. But how does that work if she's reading it? Well, you don't don't, don't reveal it. Don't reveal the answer. Oh, here's a hard one that you guys are never gonna get. But it'll be fun listening to you try. In The Little Mermaid, who is not one of Triton's daughters? Ursula. Andrina, Adora, Atina, or Alana? Adora. Alana. Adora is correct. Really? Mm. Boom. Chakalaka. Did I come in second? No, I think you came last. I think I won. Actually, no, Derek probably won. I think I probably won. Yeah. Because, uh... Because you... I nailed it. Because <laughs> I'm just that good. Count it up in editing. All right. Do we have any other questions we want to ask? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh... Yeah, it's just too hard. You guys don't know... I can't... I don't... Yeah, I can't pull stuff out of the top. Well, I think this was a fun combo. This was my first time doing with men, and I don't know... Usually... (laughs) Dipping into the men pound. Yeah. This is my first time with men. (laughs) I think your audience will enjoy it. Yeah. I got one more inappropriate question. No more inappropriate questions. Let's hear it. I'm not going to cut it out, so don't. Okay. I'll just say goodbye on here. Okay, fine. Luckiest princess. Ooh. Luckiest? Luckiest. What does that mean? It's open to interpretation, but it could be lucky as in, you know, they have a Moana was guided to Maui, but could have easily capsized and died. Lucky. Um, That's destiny. Though. I'd say Jasmine's lucky because she's rich. She's loaded. And she just has to live a, just a princess life. life. Like she's the legit. She's like, I'm so bored. <laughs> That's her problem. Yeah. That's pretty lucky. Yeah. Um, Pocahontas is lucky that she... <laughs> Found interracial love. She is lucky. John Smith is super hot. And it transcended, uh, you know, the language barrier. I think Anna from Frozen is very lucky because she also is a princess. She's also not the firstborn, so she doesn't have to deal with all the responsibility. And I would say, I know Jane isn't a Disney princess technically, but she's lucky that all those apes didn't just rip her apart. (laughs) That's probably what really Tarzan. Yeah, that's what would really happen. (laughs) I mean, in that case, then Duchess, the cat from Aristocats, was lucky (laughs) for being born to a very rich, rich white French woman. (laughs) She gave birth to a cat. I gotta no, she s- I gotta see she owns she's owned by a human. Oh, that's pretty lucky. And the rest of the cats are homeless or something. Yeah, that's an odd question. Yeah, I'm an odd person. You should hear my inappropriate questions. I don't want to. Not not on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I thanks, got. guys. Thanks for having us. That was fun. That was a frinky tink time. <laughs> I learned a lot. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was an honor being on here, and I appreciate it. And uh, yeah. you know, I don't get a chance to uh, see you very often, so this is very nice. And yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I look forward to coming back uh, in Derek future episodes. Flew all the way to Vancouver from Vancouver to be on the podcast. Yes, thank you for paying for my flight, and uh, <laughs> you can just deposit the money directly. I paid for your flight with my business time money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once the sponsors start kicking in, yeah. Uh, should we end it with a song? <laughs> yes. All right. You just remember what your old pal said. <laughs> you got a friend in me. That was good. That was good. <laughs> good job.